So before we record the episode proper, can you help me record a special intro? Uh, maybe. Hold on one second. that I have to take drugs and I do not enjoy it. No, it actually doesn't hurt that bad, but uh, it's not fun. Um, what might be fun? This episode coming up, we talk about the uh, Virtual Fighter anime you probably didn't even know existed. And yeah, I guess uh, not much else to say beyond that, but uh, so uh, please enjoy. It's a hot, wild vision, Mike. Warriors <laughs> on a mission. Honor and passion, Pangelina. Are you ready for the wisdom? Are uh, you? Not quite. Not Was quite. that from the English or the Japanese version? That's the uh, the dubbed version. The dubbed version. But the songs okay. are more or less the same. Okay, I thought so, because I watched one episode mm-hmm. subbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to hear what they sounded like. Yeah. Um, yeah, the intro is an intro. Yeah. It's a song. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> you, I'm glad you like it. Oh, God. No. No. <laughs> no. You need to. Not, you need to, like, not uh. be so... Caught up. No, 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 that. quiet. No, you don't understand. Here's the problem when you guys don't like shit. I don't get the fanboy out. I you instead have to facilitate helping you explain to the audience why you didn't like it. So now you I've can... got to help you shit on something. Not really. I mean, you can still fanboy out. Yeah, except every time I start to fanboy out, you'll come up with counterpoint as to why I'm wrong for fanboying out. You did it in Gungrave, you did it in Cagliastro, you did it in Green vs. Red, and I know you did it in something else that I can't remember. Just stating my opinion. Yeah, every time I state out an opinion that runs counter to it. Well, I'm just saying how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. We haven't even talked about the show yet. Mm-hmm. One day I'll have my revenge on you and Joe both. I don't know. Let what that, that means. be known. But... Okay. But anyway, so I only watched the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. Because um, I ran out of time because I wanted to watch the debate, mm-hmm. which that was something. And also, I wasn't. The next episode didn't look very enticing. 
Uh, it was uh, it was just the uh, elaborating on the uh, opening bit, bit, the tiny bit of narration at the beginning of each episode. Eight stars in the sky. Oh uh, yeah. Seen by those who have true strength in both like body and spirit. Uh, right. Akira kind of explains that. And that was an interesting thing where I was like, I, I guess I'm not really familiar with like the Virtua Fighter mythos, but I don't remember it anyone varies. calling themselves a Virtua Fighter, and I don't remember them being eight stars. So that's funny, that that's that they actually like cared enough to try and like make sense of the title outside of uh, a 3D video game. Hmm. That always assumed it was called Virtua Fighter because it was supposed to be like a fighting sim. And it was in like 3D, and we all thought that's what virtual reality looked like. Well, yeah. Same thing with the Virtua Cop. And, yeah. Exactly. Yu Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Which I was surprised to see he wrote this? No, I think they just gave him an original creator credit. I think that's what they're talking about. Okay. That's... Well, I'm glad. Oh, boy. I didn't really like the writing. Uh, but, um... Uh, bah, 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 bah. I guess, where do we start? Yeah, well, let me let me cover some of the differences before I uh, let you lunch this thing. Um, I think the reason for the uh, eight-star plotline is because Akira, the main character, who's uh, pretty different in the game versus the show... Yeah. is the sort of, like, generic, I must find true strength. He's very similar to Ryu. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of just like, okay, he just fights because he fights. That's kind of it. He doesn't really have an interesting story or whatever. And that whole idea, I think, is kind of like a martial artist equivalent to the uh, Buddhist who seeks spiritual enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it might actually be the same thing. They just think they're going to achieve it through... Uh, Whooping ass. Through, like, well, mastery of oneself, which includes the capacity to whoop ass. Mm-hmm. He has that weird mantra that he says right before he uh, whoops yeah. ass. That's I love like it. About, I love it. It's, it's, like, about not whooping people's asses, though. One should not harm themselves. One but should not he, harm others or themselves. Well, yeah, for those, for people like them that have no discipline. That are scum. Scum like them who have no discipline. It's always after they've done some profoundly foul shit mm-hmm. and won't listen to reason. He, he basically gets... He goes in a high and mighty tirade and, like, throws it out the window. Okay, it's... it's Yes, it's some fucking cognitive dissonance for your ass. But mm-hmm. if you noticed watching these episodes, he doesn't default into that shit. He's usually running or trying to avoid a conflict. It's not till you get to the end of the episode that he busts out the headband and starts tearing asses. Mm-hmm. Tearing holes into asses, I should say. Mm-hmm. Which was my shit. But, uh, yeah, before I go on my tirade, you go ahead and go on yours. <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, I think one of the things that's bound to come up I mean, it's pretty, like, obvious because they're from the boat. They're both from, like, the similar time periods. They're both based on video games. They both appear to be diving into, like, the young history of the main characters 
uh, is it? It kind of reminds me of Street Fighter 2 V, mm-hmm. right down to the fact that he's always like he's like really obsessed with food. Like he eats a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I. Um. So, but one of the things I think that, first of all, what bothered me was, I feel like it's almost like I didn't even watch the show, because, like, the first four episodes, it's like, it's all about, like, they were really dragging on this plot that wasn't interesting at all to me, which was the pie getting like kidnapped to be married off in China and her like escaping and them trying to like protect her and it was just kind of like it felt really tedious like they that sh- if that were going to be a plot point it should have been like one episode I felt like mm-hmm. like it feels like that little teaser for at the end of episode 4 that I saw for episode 5 was like they're going on the road and like the show's finally going to get started and so I don't know how I would have felt if I had watched that, but it just felt like an extremely slow start, and it felt like part of the problem is Street Fighter 2V, like, I love, and it felt like this was doing a lot of the same things, but, like, not as compelling for me. Yeah, that might have something to do with it being a kid show. But like, it also it felt... is straight up a kid show, not even, like, kid show by virtue of edits. It's effectively the same across uh, Japanese yeah. and English. It's for... I think the target age range was like uh, 8 to 15. Yeah. I mean, I guess so, but it doesn't feel any less like violent or handling any different subject matter than Street Fighter. Are you effing kidding me? Nope. Do, do, do you not remember the blood and the swelling and all the screwed up shit that happened in that, like, what, that second episode? That piping hot ass whooping Ryu got, which was pretty ghastly. And they're, they're hanging that's, out in a I mean, bar that's pretty, and picking like, fights with crazy people. That's and... like semantic. Like That's just how what the fights mean? are shown. Like They're just semantic? getting into fights. There's blood and like bruising and swelling know. and broken bones. Well, I don't know why you're focusing on that. Like, no, you're, you're, I'm you're... talking about the format of the show. Like To me, it doesn't really make a difference. Like, Yeah, except like... like st- 2V has a tinge of skis to it that skis when it's like little kids watching. Yeah. I mean, I, I they didn't feel very dissimilar because of the target age, is what I'm saying. Hmm. Other than, like, maybe there's more knives and blood and, like, I don't know, it's a Talk slightly, murder. slightly darker, but Street Fighter 2V is, like, really a lighthearted show. Mm. It felt like the tone was very similar. Maybe just washed a little bit cleaner. Mm. We'll have to disagree on that. But uh, anything else you wanted to say on the matter? Mm, I don't know. I didn't really care about Akira. He just It felt like a Ken or Ryu just by himself. Mm-hmm. It's really... I don't know. And then Pi was kind of annoying yeah she's a very sundere i i didn't much care for this take on her either uh i don't know yeah i think it very it suffers a lot from me having seen street fighter because it's you know they're doing things like he's entering food eating contests like that's like like i've seen that so many times like Mm. like i see why is he obsessed with food 
Hmm. I don't know. Like, it would kind of make sense if you were talking, like, DBZ-type things where there's, like, crazy amounts of time spent training, in which case all the work you do kind of necessitates the jump in appetite that I've experienced it firsthand. But, yeah, he's just sort of uh, nebulously gluttonous. Yeah. Which, I I don't know. I like characters like that. I like that trait, I should say. I can relate. Um, I think some of what's bothering you is actually what I liked about it. You know, I like that I'd seen these elements before. Watching this show, it felt like a missing part of my childhood. Mm. Like, honest to God, I'd probably be super into, I think the style Kira uses is a Baji Kwan. Though they use a Japanese approximation and Hakyokuken or some shit like that. I'd be super into that shit if I saw this cartoon when it came out. Um, yeah. I like this take on Akira a lot more than the Akira in the game, because in the game he seems like kind of a hot-blooded asshole. Yeah. Well, he has that, like, generic backstory, but that was the problem of this. This felt, like... It felt generic, too. Like... Maybe generic's the wrong word, but like I said, it's like I've seen it. It's like, oh, the hungry is like the starving, traveling, fighting guy. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I it's think... It's a pretty common archetype. A lot of the problem is just I was not into the plot that they were giving in the first four episodes. Mm. Like, I did, I did not understand why they stretched that out into four episodes. And right. really... And it's asking you to care about a lot of people who aren't in the picture. Like, the guy, the main villain is, like, a guy who works for somebody else. I like I liked the performance on this voice actor, though. Oh, yeah, he was really weird. <laughs> that guy was just, he was just going into that shit. No, there was a sp- sp- few specific points on that. Like, there's a, oh, there was a noise he makes. The but I wanted, scream? No, no, it's a noise. It's like a a smug noise that a lot of oh, like when he's talking, he's, he he kind of like drags out. Oh, you know what it is? Like, huh? Or no, 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 no. It's this noise. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anime. Usually comes right before he mentions the name of the character and starts talking down to him. <laughs> yeah, that's in Bebop too. I think Udai makes that noise or something mm-hmm. makes it. But that's like a common, that's a weird thing that American B.O.s do. Mm-hmm. Is it the, I like when he sees Akira fight for this time, he's like, oh, he's good. Yeah, that was a, another thing I liked about it, is kind of like, the martial arts are the gimmick, and mm-hmm. nearly treating uh, the styles everyone uses like superpowers. Yeah. Down you to the fact that you get like the little narration bits when they do one of the more well-known moves. Yeah, that was interesting. I feel like are they explaining like moves from the game or something? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And if you're looking, you'll actually see them do other moves from the games, mm. just in like random fight scenes. Yeah. Um, also, I thought it was strange that they set at least these episodes in L.A. because like. I don't know, there's a bunch of Chinese guys in the middle of a park, like, hanging a kid by a string from the tree, I feel like. Don't the police get involved at uh, some point? Yeah, well, um, I guess a bit on further aspects of the show you'll never get into is 
the show is ultimately, at least as far as I've watched, because I've watched a few more, uh, quite a few more episodes. It's like a cross-country adventure. Yeah, I got the feeling. So it starts in L.A. They go to Vegas. I want to say they're either still in uh, Utah, where I left off, or they're a little, uh, a little further. <laughs> they go to Utah. Yeah, I don't know that's, why. That's funny. Well, no, my, I know why in the show. I think but the point I was trying to make is like he's like hanging a kid by a rope from a tree in the middle of LA but then it made me think about it like all the weird shit that goes on in like like Street Fighter 2V like do I give it a pass because it's in another country and I don't know how it works mm-hmm. like because I feel like similar shit probably happens all the time well but like Yes and no. Remember, they're like rolling with like a police chief throughout a good chunk of that show. Uh, Chun Li's dad. There are yeah. actually cops present. Yeah, I feel like there was a. Yeah, you're right. And I, I just felt odd that they would. But that's like another thing is I feel like I feel like the show just like uh, like you said it is a kid show, so a lot of things. It has that anime thing where a lot of things just happen like really like when she's when they lock her in her room which is like seems very illegal <laughs> and then they go up there and then they close the door and then she sneaks out the roof and then and then Akira gets like really mad for some reason I think it was because of the food. Like he would, like then he's like, "Oh, I want to go," and like I'm really mad, and I want to tell her, like, how dare she drop my food? Mm-hmm. But it's just used as a service so he can go and see that she's gone immediately. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt. I mean, I guess it is a kid show, but it that it felt very like forced. Like I think if you liked the show more, this wouldn't bother you as much. Like I think uh, disliking something causes like flaws to stand out that much more not even necessarily flaws but just like inconsistencies and mm. yeah I, well I mean it's not even that it like bothered me that it's not like I I guess I see what you're saying but I never try and I never just turn you know like turn and think everything's stupid Mm. Like that was just one thing that stuck out. There was like a couple other spots, but it was nothing. It didn't get crazy like that. But just a lot of it felt. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting when I started watching this. Um. See, that's the thing too. Is uh, <laughs> forming an expectation with uh with Virtua Fighter is a bit different in comparison to other fighting game animes because. The only bit of story you get in regards to Virtua Fighter outside of this anime are the little bits in the manuals mm-hmm. each game. Like, yeah, that's really but... it. There's no indication of storyline in the actual game proper. Yeah, that's my five. Like, I know I've read plenty of people's bios, and I know, like, Pi doesn't like her dad, and her mm-hmm. dad's a game, too. And, like, there's just random things, but I don't know. Yeah, it's um slight differences. He doesn't run a gang in the game, but he was a awful father who neglected his family so he can pursue his dreams and that led to her mother dying. Like overworking herself. Yeah. 
So she's got like a, a slight revenge plot. I don't think she's actively trying to kill her. She just wants to kick his ass. But, um, I was kind of wondering about that watching... Uh, does this have like a... I feel like part of the reason for the uh, staying in um, L.A. Chinatown was to uh, affect the idea of this having like a basic kung... Maybe not a basic kung fu movie plot, maybe classic is the word I'm looking for. Where you have like the evil dojo utilizing a unique uh, style and the good guy martial artist also utilizing a unique style. Mm. And I'm not sure how uh, common or rare this trait is, like the runaway, like, like a, a runaway child. Specifically, the daughter that's being married off for some nefarious purpose. Yeah, that struck me as very strange. It's like I didn't know that that was a thing that happened in China mm. in like the nineties. Uh, you don't think political marriages still happen? I didn't understand why she was being married. Who is she being married to? Um, Said something about like somebody gaining some kind of power. He, or um, yeah, it's uh, the basically the guy just below her father, uh, in regards mm-hmm. to position within the uh, I don't know the martial art, the gang, the dojo, the whatever the fuck, the Cohen Khan. They have little kid minions. Yeah, they... yeah, I did find that kind of amusing that they had their own set of uh, baby lords <laughs> <laughs> that they were training to be evil. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was weird, like, the, the turnaround for those kids from the beginning of the episode to the end, it's like, also, is it, I kind of appreciate the moral he was trying to teach to them, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure how realistic that is, like, oh, just tell them it hurts and they'll stop. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, and then he does, and then they do? And then they're, like, best friends in the next episode. Well, sometimes kids are stupid. I suppose, but how do you... Well, it's kind of like that <laughs> mentality of, like, blaming the victim when they don't stand up for themselves. It's like, if you don't tell somebody not to do something, they'll just keep doing it. I mean, they were... It's like they were punching him up and stuff earlier in the episode, and then they were doing the same thing later... But they were, like, hesitant about it. Granted, They're the like, situation is, is is a lot more grim. The kid's, like, already been messed up. Some some goon has just backhanded his mom, and he's, like, tied to a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I not suppose. them doing it. It's some skeezy adult <laughs> telling them to torture somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I didn't confirm it, but the guy who does the the Japanese voice acting for the boss mm-hmm. in the Sarah episode sounds like old man diaper butts oh yeah I didn't really get to check it either um, I tried looking but I there was no credit for that character on IMDB or Wikipedia and yeah I tracked down any like weeaboo sites that would have it um, yeah Finding... which I've Information out, on this thing is kind of information on this thing is kind of sparse. I did find out that the guy who did Old Man Diver butts his voice up through 
Tekken 6 died. Damn. In 2010. Oh. And I didn't notice the change at all. Mm-hmm. They got a new guy. Well, yeah, he didn't speak really at all until, what, four? Yeah. I mean, he made noises up until But it's four. a really distinct voice. Mm-hmm. I think he did it through six in Blood Vengeance. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway. Mm-hmm. I digress. So, uh... Um, well, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, nothing, I was kind of bummed that when I switched back to the dub that Jackie didn't have his... I was just about to ask what you <laughs> think of Jackie and Sarah. Uh, well, they didn't have their voices from the game, which I thought would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, somebody uh, cut the brakes on my car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were I thought that was strange too like Jackie's very irritable in this show yeah not that it was like a bad thing but it was weird that they like got some back alley like steak sponsor <laughs> and they're like alright we need this we got this we gotta yeah, do big it. Sam yeah smile steaks yeah skeezy ass motherfucker also and Sarah was so, like, oddly timid. Yeah, she was very demure. And this. also, uh, I feel like she had the hots for Akira. She did. And also, they felt the need to give her a sidekick flying squirrel. Yeah, that was that's the full-on anime stuff right there, is uh, the animal sidekick. I feel like there's better characters to do that with than Sarah. Uh, I think you could have left that out of this sh- left that out of the show, but, uh... It didn't bother me that much. I thought it was very strange. I mean, it, it didn't bother me. Like, it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute. Oh, the other thing is they do that other thing twice. Uh, and you know that thing. The thing from Asuka's ending in Tekken 5. The oh, whoops. Yeah. Well, My hand I guess... is on your... It's a it's a good thing there's only two girl characters in Virtual Fighter at the point that they made this. I think this was around the time they released uh, two. Hmm. As I'm pretty sure the more female characters that were in there, the more accidental moments Akira would have had. Whoops, I'm kissing you. Whoops, I'm grabbing your titties. <laughs> yeah, Sarah took it infinitely better than Pi. Yeah, like, a, why is that a thing in the chat? Is it... I don't know. I think we've talked about this before. Haven't we? We must have. Possibly, but I probably did then what I'm doing now, which is like <laughs> trying to get away from the conversation because it's, uh, it's an element of the culture I actually don't care to understand. I always find it dumb. Like, I, There's yeah. never a scene like that in an anime that I enjoy. Yeah, I feel like it's part of the repression thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. What did you think of the fight scenes? Um, pretty limited. It's all basically about the build-up to which big special move we're going to see for the episode. Um, I do like the emphasis on Akira's fighting style. It's interesting, yeah, they, they keep mentioning that it's a strange for a Japanese person to be using this style, but um, 
I want to say this is the one case where story-wise the game gets a little better in mm. that the um, concept behind him using Baji Kwan is that his grandfather uh, fought for the army during World War II Mm-hmm. And while in occupied China, kind of like uh, <laughs> jailbroke it, watching other people do it. Mm-hmm. So what uh, Akira's doing is a uniquely Japanese variation on Baji Kwan, but it's basically the same style. Mm-hmm. And that's why is he's it? doing a Chinese martial arts in a karate gi. A Chinese martial art in a karate gi. Is that... In the game's canon? Yeah, in the game's canon. Okay. I always thought he did Aikido for some reason. No, the, the, no, no strikes, or very little strikes as far as I know in Aikido. No, the uh, super Japanese chick from 3 onward, I think, is doing Aikido. Who's that? Uh, Aoi, I think is her name. Hmm. He uses Baji Kwan? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Which is like, of all the forms of kung fu I'd like to learn, it's maybe tied with uh, drunken boxing. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm gotta... ever able to find a place to teach us that shit, I must has it. Well, you have to study, like, wushu for like 20 years before you learn that, don't you? Wushu? <laughs> yeah. Fuck that! <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't need to do all that jumping, flying, long fist shit. It doesn't suit me. Yeah. Well, I mean, drunken boxing is pretty flamboyant. Oh, yeah, it's very uh, loose and crazy. Mm-hmm. I think, like, if I were looking at which one would be more practical for my body type, it would be Baji Kwan. Mm-hmm. Plus, I just think it looks cool. Yeah, honest to God, that would have, this would have become, that Baji Kwan would have become my favorite martial art had I seen this back in the day, because it's really on display in this show. <laughs> They make it seem like the coolest shit ever. Yeah. We're at 30. Do you think we're ever going to start a martial art? Um, if I do, it's not going to be for the same reasons I would have back in the day. What were those like, I, I don't think I really need anything for self-defense now. Mm. And if I do acquire some means for self-defense, it's not going to be the martial art. Like... I might learn a different martial art for pure self-defense, like judo, or maybe like uh, I can't remember what the name of that Filipino stick stick fighting art was Eskrima. called. Eskrima. Yeah, like that, mm. and keep a collapsible baton on me. <laughs> but uh, no, like if the martial art I'd want to learn would be probably something more esoteric, like something I wouldn't especially be tempted to use in a real fight, because you know it's not really what I want it for now. And I'm nowhere near as concerned about, like, being able to fight and or look cool doing shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forgot what the point of my rambling about that was. I don't know. I just asked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will we ever do it? Um, Maybe if I could find the right school. Yeah. I feel like at this point, I don't know. It'd be like a good way to focus my uh, my, uh, exercise anyway. Yeah. It'd be good. I feel like it's... Getting into a point where you could afford it. Yeah, be. that's the real trouble. Yeah. Yeah, closest I got to anything official was uh, teaching myself boxing through books. Uh, oh yeah, Jeet Kune Do. The bare bones of it. <laughs> we both did that. Eh, 
I understand how it works. Mm-hmm. I would say that I would be able to put any of it into practice. Yeah, yeah, I know a bit in theory. I don't know about what would work in practice or not. I ain't been in a fight since grade school. <laughs> uh, Who fought you? Oh, uh, that was the last fight I was in was maybe like fifth grade. It was barely a fight. I like took a swing at the guy. We like swung ineffectually at each other. He fell on me. I pushed him off of me and then they broke us up. Mm. I don't Why think were you I fighting? I don't think either one of us were actually hurt. Like not even sore, not even like ow. That kind of yeah. hurt. Why were you, why were you why was he so mad? Um I was actually the mad one. He was just like a cocky ass motherfucker. It was a fight over kickball to understand how young we were. <laughs> I think I wanted to like be set at third base or something and he was going on about how he was better at this and better at that and better at everything than me and I told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you were like, fuck that. <laughs> I, I was trying to walk away and he just kept talking. Mm. Shut up. I see. Yeah, this, uh, unfortunately, this anime didn't do too well to the degree that they, um, ended it. Well, they stopped dubbing it at the end of the first season and no one, like, license rescued it. And I put the majority of that on bad advertising or literally a lack of advertising. I didn't know this thing existed <laughs> until, like, long after people had given up on it. I found the, I think I saw a website for it way back in the day. Um, back in the days of, like, AOL, a little after it first aired in Japan, and there was just some, like, really, uh, overzealous virtual fighter fan with their website, <laughs> so I read, like, summaries of the episodes and shit, and, uh, found the first DVD at a GameStop back when they sold used DVDs, uh, bought it, watched it, was hyped, and then sat, and when I realized what I had was only half the series... Eventually, Wait, it was half the series on one DVD? Yeah. How many episodes was that? I want to say about 12, maybe 13. How does it fit that many on a DVD? Um, maybe less. But I'm pretty sure there were only two DVDs, and they would have had to fit like 24 episodes on there. Yeah, well, there was nothing else on it. It was just the episodes and sub and dub tracks. I know there were at least... Eight, so I think I can I can clearly remember watching the first eight episodes. Um, yeah, I ended up selling that DVD because I was strapped for cash and thinking, okay, I'm never gonna find this other DVD. It's just not gonna happen. And like two months later, I see DVD number two sitting at the exact same GameStop I got number one. Because mm. fuck my life. Did you buy it? No. Why not? I was probably broke at the time. Mm. And I was frustrated. I see. Because it's like I can buy two, and it's like, great, now I gotta go find one again. And it's not like this thing was at Best Buy or Suncoast or any place. This is before uh, I had the option of buying things online long before. It's back when I still lived in Sacramento. Hmm. Eh. Uh, not much else to say about this. Uh, 
Anything you wanted to get into before recommendations? Mm. A couple things reminded me of Luke Cage, but that's just because we just watched Luke Cage. (laughs) The ending to episode four felt like the ending to Meteor Man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. That's, yeah. I felt very... I've seen that in a lot of black movies. The neighborhood's got to stand up for itself. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of like, uh, what was that? Was it Original Gangsters where they got, like, like I want to say it was, like, uh, I can't remember the names of these actors, but they were, like, in a bunch of, like, 70s movies, 70s exploitation movies, and it was kind of, like, black exploitation. uh... Expendables? Expendables, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't have seen that. Original Gangster? Original Gangsters, yeah. Huh. It sounds familiar, but I, I don't think I've seen it. That and Pops' shop getting torn up. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was very simple. Mm-hmm. And, like, fun, lighthearted. Uh, I feel like nothing really happened. I mm-hmm. can tell you what happened, but like it took four episodes. Yeah, yeah. I guess a slow build at the beginning. I don't know. I appreciated it, but uh, whatever. In regards to recommendations, we've kind of uh, tripped over one of them, which is uh, Street Fighter 2V, mm-hmm. which is kind of like an edgier, grittier version of this kind of story. Also gayer. Yeah, significantly so. Um, what was the other one? History Strongest Disciple Kenichi, because uh, like that, like this uh, Street Fighter V to a lesser extent, Kenichi kind of puts the martial arts on display, the specific martial arts on display, and again nearly treats them like like really cool superpowers. Um, Trying to remember what else. I had at least one more for this. Uh, while I'm thinking about that, you got anything to recommend? Uh, Street Fighter 2V. And... Sonic the Hedgehog. In what way? Uh, it's another character obsessed with eating. Oh, well, if we're going that route, then uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. It's also a video game adaptation, famous for being on Sega. Mm-hmm. That too, yeah. Well, there you go. So Sonic will probably be a good fit. Um... Uh, yeah, can't really think of any other things to recommend at the moment. There's also a manga called Kinji, which is specifically about Baji Kwan, and also a occasional crossing between styles, uh, where the main character borrows from other martial arts to increase his knowledge of Baji Kwan, as well as fight other people using different styles of martial arts and whatnot. Sorry for any background noise, my niece is watching something. Uh, yeah, anything you want to say to the audience before we wrap this up? Uh, no. Um, I will uh, leave you with this then, audience. Uh, 
go back to episode three and get a good look at the MC of that steak eating contest, it looks like the love child of B. Arthur and Richard Simmons. Oh yeah, was was that voiced by a man or a woman in the dub? A man. Okay. I'm pretty it, sure it was a man in the sub too. I believe so. They just the Japanese just think Americans look weird. Yeah. Wacky. They think we look I, wacky. I think Jackie looks wacky. He looks like a Super Saiyan. Well, to me, he looks like the closest representation to his in-game counterpart. Like, it looks like somebody was looking at that and trying to draw that. Yeah, specifically the VF2 sprite for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny the way the uh, style changes across games. Mm-hmm. I think the funniest for me is when you get to four, and I guess they like figured out they can mess with textures, and everyone's got like all this weirdly discolored skin, and they look like sweaty and blotchy, and <laughs> you go to five, and everyone is baby ass smooth again. Yeah. I hit a wall in 1990. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was another thing when that lady is like looking up the different fighters. There's actually win quotes attached to their profiles. But, uh, <laughs> somebody fucked up Jackie's because where it's supposed to say yeah, it says year. Exclamation <laughs> point. I also noticed at one point his shirt said steak was spelled wrong. Yeah. Uh, sweet, sweet. Two minutes worth of uh, closing, and, and my niece wouldn't stop bugging me, and, and I kind of lost it. Suffice to say, I don't know. I guess I'm a creature of extremes. I psych myself up to get really pumped, and you know, I fly really high, but much like a balloon, just a tiny little thing will deflate me. Uh, maybe that's my greatest fault. Right now, what feels like my greatest fault is my stomach acting up. So, yeah, I still get on with the plugs. Special thanks, as always, to God damn it, I did this the first time too. Okay, try this again. The song you're listening to right now is Synthetic Highway. Its creator is Submorphine. Please check out Submorphine at soundcloudcom slash Submorphine, S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The creator of our promo theme is Anime Rocker. Is the creator... Ugh. Ah! Our promo theme is Anime Raku. Its creator is Squareon. Squareon. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Facebook.com slash Squareon. Um... Please check out Project Stick Part 2, Squareon's uh, ongoing Flash project at facebook.com slash projectstick. Uh, Joe, who was not with us on this episode, is at NAGP Returns. NAGP... Yeah, at NAGP, turn, NAGP Returns for his show, NAGP Resurrection. Let's see if I can get it right the next time. Angelina is at Hyper90s. For his show, 
Pepper 90 Zeitgeist Breakdown. And I'm at Old Talk and Connect. Though you can also email me at uh, oldtakuconnection at gmail.com. Uh, we've got a Facebook. We've got a Twitter for the Hey Listen Radio Network as a whole. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Android, Google Play. And we're in a bit of a state of disarray. And speaking of disarray, I am sad to report that uh, the following week there will be no episode. Uh, me and Mike, mostly me, just needed to take a week off. Bunch of stuff going on. But we should be back in full effect uh, the week after. So, uh, pardon us for the inconvenience, and uh, thank you for thank you for listening. Have a good night, people. <clears throat> Fuck my stomach.